Hello, this is Nikta from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 6th of September. More than a month after the Unlawful Activities Prevention Amendment Bill or the UAPA Bill was passed by the Parliament, the Supreme Court has issued a notice to the Centre asking for its response on the pleas challenging the amendments to the anti-terror legislation. A bench headed by Chief Justice Gogoi issued the notice on petitions claiming that the amendments violate fundamental rights and empower agencies to designate an individual as a terrorist. Earlier, in line with the legal presumption that an individual is innocent until proven guilty, a person who was convicted in a terror case was legally referred to as a terrorist, while those suspected of being involved in terror activities were referred to as terror accused. The bill does not clarify the standard of proof required to establish that an individual is involved or likely to be involved in terror activities. The bill also does not require the filing of cases or arresting individuals while designating them as terrorists. It also paves way for the National Investigation Agency to seize property as part of investigations into terror cases. Home Minister Amit Shah, while discussing the bill in the Rajya Sabha, had said, and I quote, A four-level scrutiny has been provided in the amendment and no human rights will be violated, unquote. He also said that declaring individuals as terrorists is required as they float different organizations once an institution is banned. Kashmiri politician and activist Shehla Rashid has been booked for sedition over her comments about alleged human rights violations in Jammu and Kashmir. The case was filed against Shehla for her remarks on the ground situation in Kashmir by the special cell of Delhi police. In a series of tweets, Shehla Rashid had claimed that the Indian army was indiscriminately picking up men, raiding houses and torturing people in Jammu and Kashmir. She had claimed that human rights abuses were being carried out in Kashmir to serve the BJP's agenda. Her allegations had caused an uproar, but Rashid had said that she was ready to give evidence if the Indian army constituted an inquiry. The FIR against her has been registered under multiple sections of the Indian Penal Code like Section 124A, Sedition, Section 153A, Promoting Enmity Between Different Groups on Grounds of Religion, Section 153, Wantonly Giving Provocation with Intention to Cause Riot, Section 504, Intentional Insult with Intent to Provoke Breach of Peace, and Section 505, Spreading Rumours. The Bilaspur police filed an FIR against former Chhattisgarh Chief Minister Ajit Jogi last night for allegedly obtaining a fake caste certificate by claiming to be an Adivasi. The FIR against Ajit Jogi was registered by Samira Paikra, a BJP candidate from Marwahi in the 2013 Assembly polls. Last week, a separate FIR was also registered with the Civil Lines Police Station against Jogi after a government-appointed committee rejected his claim of being a tribal. They also cancelled his caste certificates. Even his son Ajit Jogi, who is a former MLA, was arrested and sent to jail on September 3rd based on a complaint by Samira Paikra. Ahmed Jogi is accused of cheating and forgery in connection with a declaration in a poll affidavit submitted by him during the 2013 State Assembly elections. S. Sasikant Senthil, another IAS officer, has resigned from his post today. In a letter, he said that, and I quote, fundamental building blocks of democracy are being compromised in an unprecedented manner, unquote. He was the Dakshin Kannada District Deputy Commissioner in Karnataka. 
While he said in the letter that his decision was not in any way connected to any event or a particular person, he also mentioned that it would be unethical for him to continue as a civil servant in the government considering the compromised condition of democracy in India. In his letter, he wrote, and I quote, I also feel strongly that the coming days will present extremely difficult challenges to the basic fabric of our nation and that I would be better off outside the IAS to continue with my work at making life better for all, unquote. Last month, another IAS officer, Kannan Gopinathan, had also resigned because of the restrictions imposed in Jammu and Kashmir. He had said, and I quote, It's not like my resignation will cause even a flutter, but one has one's own conscience to answer to. Unquote. Gopinathan, however, was asked to resume his duties till his resignation was accepted. Hashtag ban Netflix India has been trending on Twitter all day today. So three days ago, a core committee member of the right-wing Shiv Sena's IT cell, Ramesh Solanki, filed a police complaint against Netflix India for defaming Hindus. He then took to Twitter to share a copy of the letter and called to ban on the popular content platform in the country. According to him, Netflix original series Sacred Games, Laila, stand-up acts by Hasan Minaj and Ghul paint an incorrect picture of Hindus and India globally. Solanki said Sacred Games was objectionable because it showed India's social reformer Guruji in poor light. In Laila, the fictional city of Aryavart was an issue for Solanki because it showed the Hindu Rashtra as a Muslim-hating, casteist and bigoted nation. Solanki says it is against the Indian Supreme Court's view that Hinduism is a way of life. In Solanki's opinion, Hassan Minad's act on the government's move in Kashmir was spreading of false propaganda. And the Radhika Apte Staragul symbolised that India was terrorising minorities and snatching away their rights. Thankfully, Mr. Solanki, India continues to be a democracy and most of these works you mention are still imaginary. With a bill stopping a no-deal exit from the European Union on its way to becoming a law, the next big question for the British Parliament is the general elections. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson was expected to call for a snap election yesterday, but an opposition divide blocked it. Not over whether to hold the vote, but when to hold the vote. The bill is now with the unelected House of Lords, which is expected to approve it by today evening. If passed, the bill could get a final sign-off from the Queen on Monday. From suspending the Parliament early to getting rid of rebel Conservative lawmakers, Boris Johnson's actions in the last few days have reduced the narrow working majority of his party from 1 to minus 43. It also led to the resignation of his brother Joe Johnson, a Conservative lawmaker and a government minister. After a two-year-long struggle, Maurice has finally received justice. The most famous rooster in France can continue to crow. A judge in France rejected a claim by neighbours that the fowl named Maurice was a nuisance. The neighbours said that he made too much noise and ruined their peaceful holiday. The judge, however, found that the rooster, being a rooster, had the right to crow in his rural habitat. After the court's decision, Maurice's lawyer Julien Papineau said, and I quote, Maurice has won his fight. This rooster was not being unbearable. He was just being himself, unquote. The court also ordered the complainants to pay 1,000 euros in damages to Maurice's owner, Corinne Fissor, who said, and I quote, I'm speechless. We certainly ruffled their feathers, unquote. 
The case was seen as symbolic of the battle between people who live in rural areas and those from urban areas who buy holiday homes in the countryside. It's still a free world, people. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. If pop culture is your thing, then you must listen to our podcast called Awful and Awesome. In the latest episode, Abhinandan and Rajeshree discuss the Fevicol and Feviquick ad, the controversy surrounding the Brookbond Red Label ad, Dave Chappelle's latest stand-up act, and a lot more. Also, do read Ayushan Basant's piece on the government's recent decision to put a 26% cap on FDI in digital media. Times are tough and we really need your support to keep going. As you might know, News Laundry is a 100% ad-free news platform. Help us stay alive and pay to keep news free. A monthly subscription costs as low as 300 bucks. Go to www.newslaundry.com slash subscription and pick a plan of your choice. Thank you in advance. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.